0: I'm Sean McCambridge, Managing Director of Stellar Recruitment. Thanks for joining me on this journey to uncover the secrets of Inspirational lives. The reason I put this together is to share the unique journeys of these successful individuals and really unpack how they've achieved success and hopefully inspire others to do similar things. So thanks for tuning in and listening and I hope you enjoy the series. So, Dave, thanks for joining us here today. Uh, we've talked a bit about your journey over the time we've spent together, and, and it certainly inspired me. So, I'm looking forward to firing a few of these questions and sharing them with our listeners. So, maybe we could sort of start with, as a 21 year old, how your business endeavours started to what now is you know a really diversified, fast growing, and, and successful uh, portfolio of businesses.
1: Yeah, thanks, Sean. Uh, we, we all grew up in Queenstown. There's actually, it's in um, the Cook Brothers, so it's four guys Uh, two of them are good mates of mine from school and then my older brother ben so yeah we grew up in queenstown which uh, is a pretty inspiring um, place to grow up my parents were in uh, business as well so i wanted to follow in their footsteps too and start my own my own business at some stage Uh, i didn't think it was going to happen at the age of 21 but i headed off when i was 18 to christchurch and studied civil engineering Uh, my brother studied uh, electrical engineering in christchurch so just seemed like a family logical thing to do, is to uh, go to Canterbury and study engineering. So, yeah, quite often I'd uh, go down to Dunedin, which where the other two Cook brothers' guys were, Rich and James. We used to just go to the Captain Cooks at the town and, and have a good old time. And um, actually one, one morning uh, when I was down there for the weekend, a uh, good mate, she uh, said, look, the uh, Captain Cook tavern is for sale. And What do you reckon you think uh, we should go in on it? Uh, I said, look, I'd be, I'd be keen as, uh, it seems exciting. Imagine owning a pub the, uh, All the free alcohol and uh, hopefully a few girls out of it too. It'd be ideal. That's the sort of things you're thinking about at 21 and make a bit of money. So that's where it started. It was, uh, it was in the paper. We, we put our registration of interest in to uh, Dominion Breweries owned it. Um, and their management contract was going to be running out in about uh, five months' time. And so... We lost our uh, expression of interest, didn't hear back from uh, Dominion Breweries. We thought we'd missed out on the opportunity because we didn't hear back from them. Twelve months later, our management contract was about to, to expire. Uh, they contacted us and said, are oh, you guys still interested in practicing the pub? So we were all sudden nervous and excited. That led to uh, yet Dominion Breweries coming to Queenstown to meet with us. And we had to find a lawyer and ask mum and dad that, uh, you know, or things about business, um, and so yeah, we got into it, it as uh, a, a crazy meeting. Actually, it was about five people from Dominion Breweries that came and drilled us with a whole lot of questions about why they should sell us up. Funny thing was, is that we did convince them, but we had no money. So that's when the uh, we had to ask Dominion Breweries that if they could help us finance us into um, purchasing the club. So that's where it uh, kicked off with Dominion Breweries financing us in. That's how they asked us how we came up with the um, purchase price, and we uh, we said it was a stab in the dark. <laughs> we then uh, called our company "stab in the dark," was <laughs> trading as Captain Cook so... And,
0: and just jumping in there, am I right in saying that uh, the wealth of experience you had around pubs at that point was from the other side of the bar, not the operation? Definitely, yeah, definitely
1: yeah, yeah. No, about uh, drinking the beer, not selling it. So. So yeah, from there, we, uh, we we took over the pub. We, we had 50 employees, been around since 1860. It was uh, one of the largest um, volume pubs in, in the country. So yeah, no, it was a, it was a big business for, for us to just uh, all of a sudden uh, own uh, at 21. So we uh, quickly learned uh, about uh, business by being thrown in the deep end. It was an exciting ride definitely worth doing as a, as a 21-year-old, yeah, for sure.
0: Just to, uh, you know, to give the listeners a little bit more context, I mean, what do your various businesses now entail 10 years later? And maybe you can sort of start with the, the hospitality uh, assets that you've got in the opera. Yeah, so when
1: we, when we took over the Captain Cook Tavern, it was losing
0: money at the time.
1: So we sort of put a bit of hard yards and to uh, renovating the place on the weekends were painting and laying new TNG floors and things like that. That made a big difference to, to the sales. Gave it a new lease of life, and the, the sales actually just took off, and uh, we actually made some really good money out of the pub in the early days. And so we thought, well, right, business isn't that hard. Uh, what else can we do? So there's a building uh, which was in South Dunedin, uh, which was for sale, and um, we went along to that building, and we thought thought the uh, ground floor was for sale. And so we rang up in real stage and real estate agent and said, oh, how much is it for this building on Forty Nine Bond Street? The Real estate agent said, Oh, it's 600,000. We thought, Oh, that's great, 600,000 for the ground floor. And then the, and the real estate agent said, No, no, it's 600,000 for the whole building. So that's how out of touch we were with the market at that point. And, and we for a whole building that's uh, so cheap. So we launched into <laughs> buying this old building and decided to convert it into eight high end apartments. So, that was the uh, as the start of the construction companies uh, with these eight apartments. so I left the construction company I was working with in Christchurch and moved to Dunedin to run the uh, construction side of things so my background was in uh, construction I grew up um, in Queenstown working construction companies and small businesses and, uh, and study civil engineering obviously. so um yeah, it seemed logical out of D, the four of us have um, uh, run that uh,
0: division of the brothers. Well, oh, And just to sort of provide a little bit of context to the listeners, you've got 11 pubs and restaurants now that you've developed and operated?
1: Yeah, that's right, Sean. We've got five velvet burgers around the country, which is like a Koolmay burger chain, and then we've got um, high-end hospitality outlets, and then we've got a couple of uh, uh, pubs as well. So, yeah, 11 that all together, so... They operate Auckland, uh, Christchurch, Queenstown and Dunedin. The same as which uh, construction runs uh, Auckland, Christchurch, Queenstown and Dunedin as well. So with the growth, as the bars have moved, so is the construction. It's been nice to be able to set up the construction company off building a bar. And we've also picked up Ministry of Education work as we've moved around the country as well. Which at the time, the cheapest price is to win the school projects. So the low overhead structure is the way we... Um, Going to the markets.
0: You've got a high-powered and capable board supporting on that journey. What, uh, 100 people are more strong now, uh, Dave, across the country?
1: Yeah, it's about, we've got about 200 employees oh. on the construction side, 350 on the hospitality side. Obviously, the hospitality side has a lot of part-time um, workers. Yeah, it's a big company now. The construction is turning over around about 100 million. Hospitality uh, is turning around about 20, 25 million. So, yeah, it's a big business.
0: That's impressive, and uh, if that's not enough, you also do some of your own property developments as well. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we
1: dabble in a bit of property development. Um, at the moment, we've just started doing our first subdivision in Springstown, actually, so it's a 17-lot uh, subdivision. We've sold uh, 13 out of the 17th uh, sections so far, which is uh, pretty good. for on the market for about six weeks, uh, and so we'll launch into civil works pretty soon. So, yeah, no, it's exciting. We enjoyed doing the construction then as our core business and then looking at the property side of things for is it isn't just a, bit of a side side uh, uh, thing to do.
0: So. I'm going to jump in there and ask, what is what is the formula that has worked for you? I mean, you've got a significant hospitality business, significant and fast-growing construction business, and you're embarking on property development whilst they're all different in different ways. What what is the formula I mean if you were to sort of try and uh, summarise you know why it is you've been able to do what you've done with the people you've done it I mean, how have you done this day I'm really interested to understand that yeah so
1: how we've done it is that we've surrounded ourselves with good people some of those are, are mates from school or growing up with uh, there's been key and people with different strengths has uh, also been part of that success and we've all worked really hard too which is as uh, part of that too. So good people, uh, working hard and taking, taking some risk and taking that big, deep breath and uh, launching yourself into it. So that's been a, a main formula of growth. It's, uh,
0: yeah, those, those three things really. Yeah, fantastic. And that 21-year-old, you know, trying to talk a you know, big, large company into financing you into this first venture into running pubs. You know, what did you honestly think You know, your career would look like? Did you have a bit of a vision or a picture at that point in time about what you wanted to do? And also at the time you're doing that first building acquisition or construction project, did you honestly think it would become what it is today? Uh, not to the, the speed of which I, you know,
1: I always thought I'd have a construction company, but you know, I was thinking that it would happen when I was more like um, 30 or 35, not at the age of 21, and getting into um, business at such a young age. Um, but it's been hugely rewarding and exciting to to start at such a young age, and also you know, at that age too, you, you don't have you don't have a wife, you don't have kids and things like that. So with uh, well generally you don't. Yeah, you don't have anything you have to rely on. You know, you've got nothing to lose. You don't you don't tend to own too much at that stage either. So it's the best time to get into business. You know, you got a lot of energy and and, uh, and time. So. 100%. Uh,
0: you've talked about uh, a little bit about your, your family and that then rubbed off on you wanting to maybe being a business owner at one point in time. But uh, as a leader, yes. business owner, or entrepreneur, who's had the biggest impact on your career and, and why?
1: Yeah, look, I'd have to say that it hasn't been just one person that's had the biggest impact. It's been a combination of people. It's, it's been my father, uh, he's a he's incredibly hardworking person, he's extremely dedicated that's where I've got my work ethic from Uh, he's been in business for the last 30 years and been extremely successful in what he's done I set up a board uh, very early and and, uh, managed to get some some really good people on the board Um, so Tim Lusk who used to be the former CEO of uh, Meridian Energy uh, Tim gave me a lot of great aspects and, and advice around setting the company up into a nice corporate structure then we've also had uh, Kyle Cameron, who's remained still on our board, and uh, Kyle is an accountant and partner with uh, Deloitte. Kyle's been great with, uh, obviously, the numbers side of things, as well as giving sound advice as we've uh, grown. Then there's been some others as well, To Byron, who's uh, um, been a very uh, successful uh, New Zealand business person, and uh, he's uh, really um, given me uh, some great things to uh, work on during the time we've grown. Um, and then, you know, recently, John Holmes from John Holland Group. Uh, John's an experienced construction professional. John's given me a whole lot of um, new things to work on just recently. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's no one, one leader. Uh, there's been a combination of um, great people that have helped me with my career. That's been great.
0: Uh, fantastic. Obviously, you've got a source to, to get better at what you're doing. You're surrounded by some, some great people, internally and externally. So, like, you know, some really positive steps on your part, which is great. But just want to shift tech a little bit. Innovation is a bit of yeah, a buzzword sure. at the moment and a lot of talk around that. And I think innovation generally uh, goes yeah. hand in hand with entrepreneurship. I mean, how are you taking innovation to what you do in your businesses? We have uh, an IT
1: person from Cook Brothers that uh, is... Uh, We're looking at um, developing new apps. Uh, So we've we've built a timesheet app, instructions side and purchasing app. Uh, On the hospitality side, they've got about three IT developers been working on a a point-of-sales system. So we're always looking at being innovative and uh, using the IT side of things to to be innovative. We we always like to do things on um, a shoestring, especially on the construction side. You know, I've seen a lot of horror stories of people investing big money to try and develop software and it's not getting into the other and it ends up being a bit, a bit of a limit. So we're always cautious about how, how much we spend on um, trying to develop our apps initially and as we get more confidence, we you know, we spend more money. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an area that we like to see if we can um, be more um, creative and have a point of difference. and more effective than what we, we do for um, our businesses around the IT side of things. So you know, we have frustrations, and so then we look at those frustrations, go you know, like, how can we change that piece of um, IT? You know, we had timesheets, that paper timesheets, that people just weren't getting into our office on time. Uh, you know, trying to understand the uh, builder's handwriting and things like that. And so then we thought, right, how can we do it smarter?
0: Right the listeners are probably thinking that uh, you're a bit of a rock star. Nothing's gone wrong. Uh, I want to yeah. try and see if there is anything that maybe has gone wrong, any mistakes you've made, challenging times, and and maybe how you've dealt with that. Look, uh, look, definitely hasn't gone all smoothly. Definitely had our ups and
1: downs. Um, obviously, the GFC had a had an impact on our business, which we had to uh, weather the storm. Um, but we, you know, we we did that with um, uh, keeping a, a Close on our overhead costs and keeping lean, and uh, managed to come out the other side of it and still be business. So there has been some challenging times. We we, we went into Tauranga as a construction company. We found the Tauranga market uh, extremely difficult to break into. We we're quite fortunate that the earthquake, you know, we were able to um, move our, our team from Tauranga down to um, to Christchurch and start the uh, be part of the rebuild. So. There's been a few things that I've uh, had a bit of luck along the way that uh, have helped. It hasn't been uh, smooth sailing, ups and downs. It's, it's about the way you, you, the attitude you have and, and uh, the way you treat those sort of things. So uh, if you've got the right attitude and, and determined, um, you'll succeed.
0: What uh, What keeps you up <laughs> at night as an MD or, or business owner? What What's sort of uh, the back of your mind or the or front of your mind? Yeah, oh, look,
1: to be honest, uh, Sean, I, I work so bloody hard during the, the day, I'm always so naked at night, <laughs> I achieve myself pretty well. Uh, look, there's, there's definitely things that keep me awake at times, like a project rank eight for a, for a client. Uh, we, we don't want to get our clients down, so yeah, that there, always plays on the mind if the client is unhappy with something that we've done or if we're not performing. And then there's the, uh, the money, money side of things too so you know if a client hasn't paid us but yet we've still got our uh, commitments to our supply chain concerning at times so um, there's different things as a business owner that you get concerned about and I right, have some sleepless nights that's part of it is uh, it is pretty lonely at the top and you know there's it's, uh, also the great rewards that come with having those those worries as well
0: yeah I wouldn't have it any other way uh, absolutely I mean you, you touched on some of those stresses as a business owner or mentioned director. You're growing, quickly expanding business across a range of fronts. You've got your own expectations to probably manage further to ensuring that you're looking after your staff, your supply chain, your customers. How do you, how do you personally deal with managing sort of stressful times or stress in general to make sure that you sort of still functioning well through those moments? Stress is an interesting one. I find
1: it helps me as long as also, like I see it as a positive, as well as a, a challenge. Um, but I find that um, with stress I react to that The challenge of, of the stress um, so I get a bit of um, energy from stress but yeah I still need to manage that as well so I do things like I go for I go for runs just to, I find that's really good for my body and then I have small wee things like when I get home I, I wear a uniform to work so I take my uniform off when I get home and that's kind of like my sign that hey look now I'm at home um, while well, I might still do some work while I'm at home but at least I'm in I get it to my casual place right, and it's just a lot more uh, calming environment uh, at home with the family rather than you
0: know, at the uh, home place. Yeah, some good points there. Good points. I mean, taking that again, maybe one or two steps further. I'm a believer that you know successful people may have habits, rituals, practices that mm-hmm. allow them to you know get the most out of every day. I mean, how do you? How do you personally try and get the most out of every day?
1: Look, I always at the start of the day do a to-do list. I write down a list. Generally, I'm always a bit optimistic because I get to the end of the day and I only I probably potentially you know 60 or 70% of what I've written down. But I like doing that. It's a good way to start my day. And I was also like having a good coffee in the morning just to uh, kick kick me into gear. And yeah, that's generally my the morning uh, rituals: is good coffee and a, a good to-do list. Uh,
0: good, good, good way to start the day. Uh, a lot of people do the same. So, but you're pretty disciplined about sticking to that plan for the best part with managing distractions and, and other things that come to
1: you? yeah look, I'm disciplined.
0: you know I always
1: start work at the same time and you need to finish at the same time as well so I am disciplined in, in what I do and, and I always look at my time and, and challenge myself around you know where I'm spending my time and, and like doing the right
0: things to so get lost in, in, in what you're doing 100 so. totally agree. I'm going to throw a bit of a question at you now. That um, yeah. personally, uh, I've sort of struggled to define. I think maybe to my detriment, and, and maybe some other people have as well. But I mean, how do you personally define success?
1: Um, yeah, look, I, I think it's uh, when you get excited about what you've achieved. It can be big or small. You know, sometimes it can be easily achieved, great. But I find more exciting um, when you put in the hard yards. And, yeah, so that's, that's how I define success. It's when you get excited about what you've achieved. So.
0: And is that sort of, uh, I mean, you talked about success on a few different levels or excitement on a few different levels. Mm. Has your definition of success changed over time? Has that always sort of been the, the, the common sort of definition of success for you, or, you know, or I guess a, a younger version to, to who you are today?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it's have become a more of a mature look at it rather than mm. thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was 21. Uh, success was that you, you know you had to be uh, a Bill Gates or a, uh, you know, a multi, multi-millionaire, or billionaire. You know that's uh, as I'm get, getting older, I, I view it uh, slightly different. You know, I think you can get success
0: out of uh, not just uh, making money. So. Yeah, well it sounds like you've adopted more of the, the view that that's a byproduct of looking after customers, looking after staff and, and generally just doing a good job and, and if you're enjoying sure. and excited about what you do then that success, it just yeah. happens if you do that well, yeah, you should make a profit. That's right.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So, stepping out of work mode, you are not busy doing what you're doing. What do you do to relax? What do you do to get away from business outside of going for a run?
1: I've actually just built myself a house in Queenstown in the country. So. And uh, the weekends, I enjoy doing stuff around the house. Yeah, I guess it's my little boy now, so um, I've got a family. So I enjoy just hanging out with the family and, and also with my friends on the, on the weekend. Coming into winter, I, I get up and do some skiing during the weekends. and Also, I've actually since moving back to Queenstown. I've uh, decided to uh, get back into ice hockey. So after the seven years of not playing any ice hockey, I've uh, had my first game of ice hockey on, on Monday night. So that's... Uh, it's definitely been challenging uh, as I've got older <laughs> now that it's hard uh, it work. I do have times that to I switch
0: off from business. Dave, obviously, you're, you're a busy guy, you've got a lot going on, and you love what you do in your business, but you also sound like you make a bit of time for, for friends and family. Is that a conscious thing uh, or, or is it a bit of a challenge? How do you sort of uh, manage to, to maintain a bit of balance in that regard?
1: It's a real challenge getting it right. Like, uh, you know,
0: I do love uh, business,
1: and uh, I do have a very supporting wife that um, does keep me in check. She uh, sends me a text at uh, 5 p.m. And, and says, look, are you going to be passing the uh, the little fellow? So I've got to make sure that i I've home for that. That's, that's the key is that uh, I've got to uh, keep me in check. Uh, otherwise, yeah, i I can't do far too many weekends. It's, uh, it's not good. It's, I think you do have to have time mm-hmm. to... Uh, recharge the batteries
0: and get away from them i 100 uh, agree with that i think i'm better for having a bit of balance although it seems a bit counterintuitive yeah. sometimes to back off when you're enjoying what you're doing there's opportunity in front of you but i think i operate better for yeah. having that bit of balance and my wife also is very, very good at uh, keeping me in check so we've certainly got that in common you know if you were to talk to that young, keen 21-year-old that thought it was a great idea to to take over this pub. You know, what would you communicate now, knowing what you know, uh, a few years down the track? What what sort of uh, knowledge or wisdom would you pass on to that keen 21-year-old? Yeah, I'll tell them to go study psychology. uh, (laughs) I don't realise going
1: into business, the amount of people challenges we would face. People are are really challenging. I should have done a psychology degree rather than a a uh, civil engineering degree. So a couple of other things, I think you know, it's, it's good to get a business coach uh, or a mentor, someone who uh, can grab you by the collar and, and challenge you about what you are doing. Otherwise, you can get a bit lost in, in what you're doing. That's it's a key thing to do as, as a, at an early stage. And I think establishing the business structure early and getting a board formed uh, has been really um, useful for us. I think you need to uh, trust your gut i found that uh, when you're young, uh, using perception uh, is, a, is a really good way to build your business. You know, we, we always uh, sold ourselves uh, bigger and better than, I guess, actually what we really were, but uh, it paid off. Yeah, look, it's, there's been a few, uh, few things to uh, that we've had to do to get where we are, but it's all been above board. And I wow. think I think the other thing is starting out person, you want to keep lean when you're starting out and, and work hard. And you will be successful on the hard yards, I'm sure of
0: it. I think, uh, in a way, ignorance is a good thing. You, uh, as a 21-year-old, around maybe some of the challenging aspects of starting a the business, there'd be maybe a lot of people that don't embark on on what you've done. Yeah, and that would be a shame because you know you wouldn't have 11 uh, living pubs and uh, hospitality operations. You're, you're growing construction business, property development, and all the good things you've done along the way. So I think sometimes uh, ignorance is a good thing, but certainly oh, some, sure. some challenges there and amongst many of the wins that you've in, enjoyed along the way. So you've achieved a lot. Maybe you didn't quite anticipate it would grow this quickly, but uh, you, you always had ambition and that was clear. Yeah. What's in store for the future? What's what's left to achieve at this stage?
1: Yeah, well, I guess, you know, since we did start business so young at 21, I'm 34 years old now, and uh, I've still got plenty of fuel in the tank still lots to learn. I love doing business. Uh, it's, it's not easy. I guess if it was, potentially it would be a bit boring. So, uh, so far, we we'll, we'll organic growth and, um, yeah, just make sure that we're, we're a stable business yeah, and into the future, you know, so that uh, potentially I might be able to hand it over to my young son. Yeah, look, we, we don't want to be around for uh, years and years to come. I, I don't see myself slowing down anytime soon. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the future. Uh, what will we do other businesses? What will they be? Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm unsure. Yeah, look, uh, enjoy
0: business. So uh, I'll carry on along that journey. I'm going to throw a bit of a good point If I was to turn yeah. up to your board meeting next week and, and ask you to yeah. leave the room and say to your board, Tell me, I'm really interested in this uh, Dave Bullen guy. Uh, what makes him tick? Uh, Why is he successful? You know, putting your humbleness aside, what what what, what do you think the board? How, how do you think the board would describe you as a leader?
1: they would say that I'm cool, calm, have a nice way with people, ability to inspire and get people uh, on board with the journey. I think I'd say that I'm a real good bugger. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, sure sean that's
0: a uh, <laughs> yeah, that's you that a curveball uh, i mean I, i'd uh, not knowing you as well as what some of those guys do certainly my uh, my time and interaction with you mate i'd 110 percent agree with that but i'd probably add in that work ethic genuine sort of focus on probably your customers and your staff and i think that's probably the only other things from my perspective i'd add to, to maybe what they'd say mate so we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll test that at some stage we'll see but Oh, well, I guess just in closing, Dave, you've offered a lot of tips to aspiring leaders and entrepreneurs or business mm-hmm. owners. Is there anything else that you might sort of leave the listeners with in terms of those that might want to embark on similar journeys? Just get get into it. Don't hold back. You've got nothing to lose.
1: Fill your boots and get into it.
0: You know, I agree. I think uh, there's nothing as bad as regret. So it seems like you, you don't suffer from that. You've, you've given it a crack. You've thrown caution into the but you've backed yourself and worked hard so plenty of uh, key takeaways here Dave and you know I'm certainly appreciative of uh, you taking the time to share that journey and, and I don't doubt that uh, there's many more exciting things to come mate so congratulations on everything that you and the, the guys have achieved and wish you guys all the best for what comes next and, and thanks again for your time yeah great thanks Sean thanks I've enjoyed the conversation good on you mate cheers